1: Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. California's gone from not having enough water to having way too much of it. Three weeks of powerful storms have deepened the snowpack, filled reservoirs and sent millions of gallons cascading into the sea because the state doesn't have enough reservoir capacity. Well, now the debate is over whether, where and how to build new water storage and how to prevent more flooding in the future. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Wing Central Newsline by Dr. Peter Glick, co-founder and senior fellow at the Pacific Institute. That's the global water think tank based in Oakland. Dr. Glick is a renowned expert on water and climate issues. He's a winner of a MacArthur Genius Fellowship. Thank you so much for being with us. All right. So first of all, a lot of people are wringing their hands over all that rainwater pouring into rivers and the bay and the ocean is that necessarily a bad thing
0: well thanks for having me on uh... no not at all uh... you know first of all we can never capture all of the water that comes in some of these massive storms but we also shouldn't think that it's all bad that it's going to the ocean these these big flows clean out our rivers they restore some, some spawning beds for some of our endangered salmon. Uh, they improve water quality. Uh, so uh, I don't see all of that water flowing out to the ocean as a bad thing. And, you know, Obviously, it would be great if we could figure out a way to capture more of it, especially in groundwater. Um, but it's good to see at least some water this year.
1: So let's say we do want to capture and store more of this epic rainfall when it does fall. So there's one new reservoir on the drawing board. Do you think that's enough?
0: Well, so we have one new surface reservoir on the drawing board, Sites Reservoir, north of Sacramento on the river, on the, uh, just off the river there. Um, I think that's actually going to turn out to be a very expensive new reservoir. And yes, during these really wet years, when we get them, it can capture some more water. But, you know, the reservoirs that we already have, Shasta and Oroville, the real big ones in the northern state, they're capturing every drop of water right now that they can. They're still pretty low because of the drought. Uh, the, the answer to our storage problem is not new surface reservoirs, but figuring out how to capture more of this stormwater in groundwater, which is very heavily overtapped, as perhaps you know, in, in much of the Central Valley.
1: How do you capture more groundwater? What are the ways?
0: yeah so that that's an important question the the best way is to figure out how to let the rivers flow a little more broadly a little more widely rather than channeling them right out to the ocean the way we've done with these levees if you let the storm water spread out over farmland in the central valley the way it used to it would help recharge it would recharge that groundwater much faster than we have today but of course you know that requires changes in the way we plan it requires changes in the way we build it requires changes in the way we manage these floodplains
1: so if we widen levees or remove levees and and give the rivers more room to flood i mean won't that mean people have to move away from those floodplains so
0: ultimately that that is what we're going to have to do it's what we call managed retreat the problem is we've built levees along these rivers and then we've built big developments right up against the levees that we know can never stop all the floods sometimes the levees fail sometimes they're overtopped when it's really wet what we need to do is when there's flood damages we pay flood insurance but then people ought to be encouraged not to rebuild in the same vulnerable places and over time we can move people away from the really risky areas. We can let those levees widen a little bit. That'll reduce flood damages, it'll reduce injuries and deaths, and it'll help us recharge groundwater both. But it's a slow process that we really haven't, haven't adopted yet.
1: At all? I mean, I was gonna ask you if we have improved over the years, the way of creating more groundwater.
0: We are improving that. There are a number of, of projects underway right now along some of the rivers in the San Joaquin Valley to try and let the rivers flood farmland during the winter and recharge groundwater. And then that actually helps soil moisture. It helps food production later in the the spring and the summer. So there are some projects underway. uh, But we really, you know, even in a wet year, we overdraft our groundwater, and we just have to bring that under control, and we have to capture more of these stormwaters. I want
1: to ask you more about managed retreat, because in the last three years of these terrible wildfires, there was talk of people relocating and not rebuilding in fire-prone areas. Some are already doing it right on their own. They're fed up. But it got me thinking about changing behavior. When you're talking about moving people out of fire-prone areas and flood-prone areas, how much does the government need to get involved?
0: You know, that's that's exactly right. It's exactly parallel, this issue about uh, homes that are built in, in areas vulnerable to, to fires. We have the same challenge. Let's pay people insurance when they get damaged. We have flood insurance programs. But let's encourage them not to rebuild in the same places. Right now, our flood insurance programs and our development practices, our planning, it, it, it assumes that we can control fires. It assumes that we can completely control floods. And especially now with climate change, but the truth is, even without climate change, that's never been true. We have to do better at managing these risks. And part of that is exchanging developers' ability to make a short-term profit with the long-term costs that homeowners then have to bear when those developments are built in the wrong places. We have to change our development policies in our, the way we plan.
1: So you mentioned climate change, you know, we just got half a year's rainfall in less than three weeks. How much do you think climate change is to blame for these severe storms? When you look back, I mean, we had a wetter month in 1862 and then in 1866 when we didn't have the kind of carbon-caused global warming we have now, but how much do you think we can pin this on climate change?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. California, like much of the rest of the world, has extreme events. We have droughts, we have floods naturally. The reality, unfortunately, though, is that the extreme events we're seeing now are increasingly influenced by climate change. Climate change definitely plays a role, not necessarily in causing the severe floods we're seeing or the droughts that we've experienced, but in influencing them. You know, we know that higher temperatures means the atmosphere holds more water in the Pacific. That water eventually reaches the West Coast. We know that higher temperatures means the droughts that we get are worse than they would otherwise be. And so the extreme events we're seeing are are influenced by climate change, and it's going to get worse as we continue to emit greenhouse gases.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for your expertise, as always, Dr. Peter Glick, co-founder and senior fellow at the Pacific Institute in Oakland. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3:30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty-five. Bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee. At Twenty-four monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com